Mini episode 1293 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello and welcome to FDH Lounge Mini Episode 1293. I'm FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our weekly preview of Fargo Season 4, Here's our top five notes of interest heading into episode 4.6. Number five. In a week light on Orietta, Ethelreda takes a potentially dangerous step in regards to her. Forgetting somehow, inexplicably, that she took one of the murderous nurse's serial killer trophies and left the notebook behind, Ethelreda contemplates quote-unquote anonymously exposing her crimes to the hospital. This could be a very dumb move by a smart girl who's probably already in the crosshairs of this psycho killer. Number four. Otis becomes another of the characters caught between a rock and a hard place. Already on the take from the Fada family, Loy exposes his secret about his wartime trauma, as did Duffy. He's now being mentally manipulated by two different crime families, as well as a U.S. Marshal, who's going to use him for advantage in his search for the bank robbers, as well as his seemingly inevitable investigation into the KC underworld. Number three, Loy acquires a funeral home and two new bank robbers as family enforcers. In an episode where he was down and out like we'd never seen him, with his son and employees all arrested, the resulting heat from his wife about the toll on the family, and the murder of his beloved consigliere at the end of the program, in between he took out his frustrations on the Smutneys for the puke money trick, seizing their business and threatening them into giving up Swanee and Zalmer. Surprisingly, even in his moment of maximum aggravation, he was pragmatic enough to hire the outlaws rather than kill them in revenge. Now he's got two extra wild cards on his side right when he needs them. One wonders how they'll mesh with the rest of his crew, though, since they killed some of the gang members previously. Number two, as we anticipated, outside forces will probably be inserting themselves into the gang war that is now underway. The canons referenced the Fargo mob in the last episode whilst the Fadas spoke of New York. Now Rabbi has warned Josto that Gaetano could count on backup from Italy in the event of a family civil war. So this all leads to the question of what will be the dynamic when outside forces arrive. Speaking of which, number one, will we be seeing a Fada civil war as war breaks out with the canons? The slaying of Dr. Senator marked the official outbreak of hostilities after two episodes plus of preliminaries. The fact that it wasn't sanctioned by the Fada boss means nothing. Now it's going to be blood for blood. Separately, the Fadas will be picked off quite easily by the cannons. Can they put air hostilities aside long enough to take down the common foe? And what happens to the child hostages that each family has? We've said before that Fargo Season 2 is arguably the greatest anthology of all time, but here, at the halfway point of the season with countless balls in the air, we could see this season come in at the same level. It's definitely something to root for as things wind down. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.